Welcome to Limping for Jesus, episode 45. We continue our lessons in Galatians chapter 3. We are looking at verses 1 through 18. Again, this is so important, Christians, to understand how salvation works, how you are saved by faith alone in Christ alone. Galatians chapter 2, I just want to remind you before we get into chapter 3, verse 20 and 21 of chapter 2 goes like this. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. If you are banking on your own goodness to get into heaven, you are a fool. And that is what Paul is going to get into. <laughs> Chapter 3, spiritual foolishness. Don't be a fool. Good works, religious good works, does not save you. Does good works have a place in the life of the Christian? Yes, they come from fruit of salvation. Yes, as a pastor, I want you praying. I want you witnessing. I want you to be baptized. But out of being saved, not to be saved. You want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You want to be a witness to the gospel, to the unsaved people around you. But you need to understand that it is by faith alone that you are saved. And those who call on, on the Lord's name will be saved. He will have Christians of all backgrounds lifting his name up on this earth in, in, in the kingdom to come. Galatians chapter 3 now, verses 1. You foolish Galatians, who has cast a spell on you, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. I only want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish After beginning by the Spirit, are you now finishing by the flesh? Did you experience so much for nothing, if in fact it was for nothing? So then, does God give you the Spirit and works miracles among you by doing the works of the law? Or is it by believing what you have heard? Just like Abraham, who believed God, and it was credit to him for righteousness. You know, then, that those who have faith, these are Abraham's son. Now, Scripture saw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and proclaim the gospel ahead of time to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed through you. Consequently, those who have faith are blessed with Abraham, who had faith. Again, the theme of false teachers in the Galatian church. 
Paul is reminding us that we are put in Christ. We are made, born again through faith in Jesus alone. No outward acts of the law. These false teachers were coming into the church and they were trying to force non-Jewish people to be circumcised and to take the mark of circumcision and to follow the laws of Judaism plus faith in Jesus Christ. Friends, this same demonic spirit is in our churches today. And this is why this lesson is important. This is why the book of Galatians is important in your growth as a Christian. Many churches out there in America preach that it is faith in Jesus plus water baptism. Here's the deal. A Jesus plus gospel is no gospel at all. God is the gospel. No matter who you are, no matter your background, you put your faith in Christ, you are a Christian. You are born again by putting your faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. If anyone says, yeah, but, 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 yeah, Jesus, but, yeah, you got to no, it's Jesus, period. Okay, verses 10, 10 through 18 now. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, because it is written, Everyone who does not do everything written in the book of the law is cursed. Now, it is clear that no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. Do you hear that? The law cannot save you. The law points you to the one who can save you. I'm going to repeat. The law can't save you. The law points you to the one who can save you. That is Jesus Christ. You and I have broken the holy law of God. In Adam, we were born into sin. You and I cannot in our own power save us. Jesus Christ lived a sinless life for us to be redeemed. He had to be the perfect sacrifice. So we get his righteousness. He gets God's wrath in our place. The righteous know this and they live by that. Here's what Pastor Tony Evans says about going back to Galatians 2.20, but this continues to, to, this theme is so important for you to get this, that no religious works saves you. Here's Here's what Tony Evans says. Galatians 2.20 is critical because it speaks about identity. And the whole purpose of the Christian life is to be fully identified as a visible and verbal follower of Christ. This means you are constantly being reminded that you must die to any identity that is independent from Christ. So the verse is a great reminder of who I am in Christ and my need to die to myself. 
if if it it also provides great encouragement because it speaks of my relationship with God. The Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus paid an amazing price to switch our identity and have a relationship with us as he expressed his life in and through us. Do you understand why that's important? That your Christianity is all about Christ. You're moving, you're coming, you're praying, your worship, your service. It comes from the identity of Christ. The moment you start to say, oh, I did X, Y, and Z. I did this. I did that. I said the sinner's prayer. I got water baptized. I got the kids in tongues. I'm saved. I chose Christ. I did this. I, I, I. You missed the point. The righteous live by faith. Verse 12 in chapter 3. But the law is not based on faith. Instead, the one who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming the curse for us. Because it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. The purpose was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus so that we could receive the promised spirit through faith. Brothers and sisters, I'm using human a human illustration. No one will... Now, the promise were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. As the... As they were referring to many, but referring to one and to your seed, who is Christ. My point is this. The law, which came 430 years later, does not invalidate a covenant previously established by God, and thus cancel the promise. For if the inheritance is based on the law, it is no longer based on a promise. But God has graciously given it to Abraham through the promise. So what is the purpose of the law in the Christian's life? Why was the law given? This is verse 19. It was added for the sake of the transgressions until the seed to whom the promise was made would come. The law was put into effect through angels by means of a mediator. Now, a mediator is not just for one person alone, but God is one. Is the law therefore contrary to God's promises? Absolutely not. For if the law had been granted with the ability to give life, then righteousness would certainly be on the basis of the law. But the scriptures, the scripture imprisoned everything under sin's power so that the promise might be given on the basis of faith in Christ Jesus to those who believe. Before this faith came, we were confined under the law, imprisoned under the coming faith was revealed. The law then was our guardian until Christ, so that we could be justified by faith. But since that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian, for though through faith you are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. 
in verse 27. For those of you who were baptized into Christ have been clothed with Christ. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male and female, since you are all one. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, heirs, heirs according to the promise. Friends, the law points us to our need for Christ. God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, point us to the fact that we are sinners, Jewish people, non-Jewish people, apart from Christ, we are sinners, and we deserve to be punished in hell forever. However, God is a good God, and He has sent His Son to die on the cross, died in our place, we place our faith in Him, and now we are all sons and daughters of Christ, of God, because of the work of Jesus Christ. Christ breaks down barriers of race, culture, family history, biological history. And what matters now is that you are in Christ. It is a fool to believe that good works saves them, that moralism saves them. There are a lot of good people in hell right now. There's a lot of religious people in hell right now. There's a lot of people who have never cussed, never smoked, never chewed, who are in hell right now. Good people don't go to heaven. Saved people go to heaven. Therefore, therefore, I challenge you and I call you to repent of your sins and trust by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for this study in Galatians. I pray that we would be humble and not a spiritual fool. I pray that we would realize that the law points us to Christ and it doesn't save us. Good works does not save us. But we are your workmanship. You have called us to do great things in your name. But we can't do that until we understand that it's from our identity in Christ that we do this. That we are saved. We work from our salvation and not for our salvation. I pray this episode has blessed people, has challenged them in their faith. In your awesome name, I pray. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. Keep on limping for Jesus.